Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Really Personal Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Ann Addis, and things are about to get real. We are officially on week four of our January challenge of weekly episodes, and this has been such a huge joy in my life right now. I think about the podcast constantly. I'm thinking of you. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of the discussions. I'm thinking of how we can further grow together. And it is fueling me. It is motivating me. And I'm on a high. And I know that I sound very positive, but I have to because today's episode is about protection from negativity, how to erase it and replace it. Not either. Erase it and replace it. Last night, I was talking to a friend in the Houston Symphony Chorus, and she was sharing a beautiful personal story. And I did invite her to come on the podcast, and I cannot wait for you to hear her story. It is tremendously powerful. I went to bed last night just thinking about her and her story and how impactful it is and molded her the person that she is now, this beautiful, this beautiful woman with an angelic voice. When I was listening to her story and we were talking about, you know, logistics about, you know, being a a guest on the podcast, she also conveyed her desires to start a podcast. And I was like, yes, do it, do it. And She was saying some things like, I don't know, maybe I'm not good enough or like my friend and I kind of want to do it, but maybe people won't like it. I don't want people to get offended. And I told her, stop. You can go on and on and on about why you shouldn't. And that should be enough for you to do it. Personally, I cannot wait to be a fan of her podcast because from what I heard last night, I'm hooked. And I told her, you have to do it. I expect you to do it. That's just a reminder that we often can really halt our progress. Our negativity can really be roadblocks for living a full life. And what are these negative thoughts? This problem's too big. The opposition is too strong. You'll never get past it. You're not good enough. What you have is not enough. You can let that play over and over in your head and live in defeat, discouragement, intimidation, fear, or you can replace it. Now, you can't control or stop negative thoughts altogether or stop them from arriving. They're going to come expectedly or unexpectedly. But what we can do, what we can control is our response to them. So my friend You know, she had some negative thoughts, reasons why she shouldn't start a podcast, why she shouldn't share her story and her friend's story to the world, the hesitations that she had. And they come. And I think those are natural reactions to doing something new. But I love that after our conversation, she was like, I'm going to do it. I have to do it. I need to do it. She made a choice. She controlled the outcome. She responded. She erased it, and she replaced that negativity. When negative thoughts come, we can erase it. We can replace it. It goes beyond refraining from thinking negatively. I mean, every day, negative thoughts flood through my mind. But once you dismiss it by making the decision not to dwell on the negative thoughts or 
let worry consume you, it'll come back after a few seconds. I can say, you know, I'm going to take a break from these negative thoughts, but it's going to come back. It's going to pester you. It's going to gnaw at you over and over again. But once you erase the negativity, replace it with a positive thought, then you have something to work with and thus to grow from. So in other words, we should not give negative thoughts and worry the time of day. Every day I have negative thoughts. The one that is most prominent, the one that repeats a lot, that I have to constantly work with, it has changed. It has evolved. From like five years ago, it was, I'm not good enough. Guys don't like me. Or they they are attracted to me, but then they disappear. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I don't love enough. Maybe I'm not pretty enough. All these negative thoughts. I will say those negativity has helped me become confident. I'm not cocky. I mean, I'm not stopping traffic out there, but I have confidence that I am beautiful. I am attractive. I do bring light, have a great sense of humor. I can connect with people in unique ways. How did I come from being so negative, feeling that I'm not good enough? That was a constant, constant daily erasing and replacing. Even prior to a date, I would have to go through a self-coaching to where once those negative thoughts were coming into my mind, I would say, no, I'm a good person. I'm a kind person. I'm going to go on this date and I'm going to see if I like this person, not the other way around. I don't need to prove myself to him. Once you do that over and over again, you're racing, you're replacing it, you're going to discover a confidence in yourself that you've never seen before. You're going to start to see a fortitude that you've never seen before. But you have to go through the fire. You have to go through the struggle. And I say this in my podcast episodes all the time. It, it takes action. It takes you to make that change. I can sit here and complain about I don't make enough money. I don't make enough impact. I'm not skinny or different things like that. But if I don't take action, if I don't do anything about it, then I'm going to stay in the same dormant situation. And what's the benefit of having negative thoughts? I mean, you already know how your life turns out when you think negatively. You live in it every day. You feel the low vibes every day. What we can do is amazing, but what we will do is disappointing. Not because we're not capable of it. It's because we're scared of it. We're scared, just like my friend who was scared to, in some ways, start a podcast, scared to not start the podcast. It was more of telling her story. Oh, the vulnerability of that. That is scary. She's concerned that she could piss off some people. She could offend other people. But her story is so powerful and there's so many lessons to it that it touched me. I can only imagine what it can do to other people as well. And that fear of, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to offend other people. That's a low vibe. That's what she's dealing with. But it's her actions that's going to be liberating. Let's say that she decides not to do the podcast. I'm not saying, oh, she effed up and she doesn't amount to anything. That sucks. How disappointing. I think more so she'll be disappointing herself. And I know that's not going to happen because I can see the resilience. I can see the excitement, like the light in her eyes and wanting to share her story. So we find ourselves in heightened emotional states that dominate us, anxiety, worries, doubt, fears, insecurities. And if we behave in fear, we're going to get very different results versus being in a state of courage ambitious, determination, boldness, connectedness, lovingness, playfulness, 
To change results, you have to change behaviors. But to change behaviors, you have to change the emotional state that you're in. It all comes down to you. You have to do something about it. And negative thoughts that make you feel really bad about yourself and they don't seem to stop, that, ugh, it's the worst. And my first immediate response to that is do not fact check these thoughts. So for example, if the negative thought is, hey, it's January, everyone is on a health kick, they want to lose weight. In fact, I did a really interesting episode about having a balance mentality when it comes to food, eating, exercising. You should definitely check it out. It is super interesting. Let's say my negative thought is I have so much weight to lose. It's just too much. I'm not going to get to my goal weight at all. It's just too much. All right. I'm not going to fact check that by going on a scale and then calculating how much weight I need to get in order to get to... No, no, no. Absolute waste of time. What I should do instead, let me create a schedule. I'm going to... My goal is to work out five times a week. I'm going to make sure I have like a nice balanced meals throughout the day. I'm not starving myself. I'm not going to skip meals. I'm not going to complain about it. It's on my schedule. I'm going to go work out, maybe kick in like 9,000, 10,000 steps a day and go from there. Instead of just thinking, oh, I'm not going to lose all this weight that I need to lose. It's better to tackle it than to just fact check it, to prove that the negative thought is authentic, that it, it's truth, because it's not. You know, all these negative thoughts about yourself that occur to your mind, think of them like a little child knocking on the door saying to you, I feel terrible. Can you recognize me? The other day, I heard this amazing psychologist. She gave a really interesting analogy regarding negative thoughts. And she said, imagine a girl running into the house crying, saying to her mother, I'm the stupidest girl in the entire world. With good intentions, what does the mother say? No, no, you're not. You're really smart, honey. And how does the girl respond? No, I am not. I am the stupidest girl in the entire world. Deep down, the girl does know that she's not the stupidest girl in the entire world. It's a factually incorrect statement, but it's an expression of her real emotions. She feels like she's the stupidest girl in the world. She feels it, but she's not. And all these negative thoughts about yourself that occur to your mind, think of them like the little girl knocking on the door. I feel terrible. Can you recognize me? So instead, open the door and let that little you say those thoughts, think those thoughts, and feel the negative emotions that accompany those thoughts without fact-checking, without correcting. I think we often forget that, that negative thoughts are created from emotions. It's an experience. If you are saying to yourself, I'm not good enough, I don't even measure up to that person. I'm never going to get that promotion. I'm never going to to reach my ideal weight, I'm never going to have the career that I desire. What you're really experiencing are feelings and fears. And if you fact check them, and that means you investigate and you try to prove that those negative thoughts are truth, authentic, that you're obviously setting yourself up for failure. And that's the number one thing I say. The immediate thing is don't fact check it. This is just a fear it's an emotion. It's a natural reaction. It, and don't beat yourself up for having those fears. Now, is it possible to train your brain from negative thought patterns and rewire new ones? Absolutely. But it takes a lot of work. You have to identify the negative thought patterns when it happens. And you need to get to know the thoughts that you're trying to tackle. You can't change a pattern if you're not aware of it. What is your brain thinking over and over again? And, and what happens? Record your thoughts. 
And I always say, and I will always say it, write them down, keep a journal. You can definitely get one of the life journals, a piece of paper, write down these patterns, get to know your thoughts, get to know these negative thoughts. And by doing that, you're able to tackle them. What seems to trigger them? Is it because you're looking at another skinny woman that's next to you and you're like, oh, and you're comparing yourself or you're getting triggered in regards, you know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I want to make more money. Thus, I, I don't think I'll get that promotion. What's triggering it? What's causing you to even get to that, to start having those negative thoughts? And how do you respond to them? That's the next thing to record. And that's just not how you speak to yourself. But what do you do after that? So as you can see, you need to identify these thoughts, not just be so receptive to them, but to know, hey, let me look at this. Let me analyze, not fact check it. There's a difference between fact checking and identifying negative patterns. The negative patterns is identifying the root and getting to the root of it. And then you also need to plan out new responses to those thoughts. It's really important to plan because in the moment, it's much harder to do so. As soon as you notice this pattern, disrupt the pattern. You can use a trigger word like stop or no, 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 or change. And then do something with your body like clapping your hands or stomping your feet, raise your arm up to a big stretch. The idea is to make that disruption strong enough to interrupt that negative thought pattern. You're literally slapping yourself enough to interrupt that negative thought pattern. You know, like the three stooges where they like hit the other guy upside the head, they slap him silly and he kind of comes back to reality. That's what you're, you're kind of doing to yourself. I mean, don't hurt yourself. Don't bruise yourself. Please don't do that. But in some ways you have to slap yourself. You have to wake yourself from those patterns. And don't worry if you don't do it perfectly. The idea here is once you've interrupted that pattern with a little bit of shock, you're going to resociate your brain to the new pattern. Essentially, you're saying to your brain, no brain, we're not doing this anymore. We're going to do this instead. If talking to your brain yourself is crazy, self-talk matters. And who cares? It'll work. It does work. And going back to journaling, whenever you feel sad, nervous, mad, out of control, or the negative wave starts to hit you, write them down. I just think it's so important to take some time just to write them down. Because if you try to sort them in your head, you're going to interweave negative thoughts upon negative thoughts. You're not going to come to some way of analyzing it. You're not going to come to some way of replacing it. You need to write it down. And I think when you write it down, you can ask yourself, is this truth? Is this negative thought truth? Is this absolutely true? And then take the original thought that you that made you feel sad. For example, like no matter how hard I work, I'm not getting anywhere. And flip it to the opposite. My hard work is paying off. The original thought is I've been working out for a month. I've been eating right, but I've only lost a few pounds on the scale. And then flip it to I cannot believe how much energy I've gained. And I'm so proud of myself for committing to a healthy lifestyle in one month. When you learn to question your thoughts, then you don't believe them. Then you don't attach to them and they don't make you feel crummy or bad. I don't know about you, but my negative thoughts come in the morning. When you wake up in the morning with negative thoughts, this ain't my day. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed or I'm dreading today or I don't feel like my normal self. When you first wake up, your brain is in the most receptive mode for the remainder of the day. So after you stop those negative thoughts, say a thought that contradicts anything negative that you would have thought of. Feed your brain the opposite. 
When you find yourself consumed with negative thoughts, just stop yourself for a second and go over all the things that you're grateful for. Now, gratitude. This is the act of erasing and replacing it. Not everything you want, but everything that you already have. What are you grateful for? What you have is substantial. Perhaps when you wake up and you're just like, man, I'm dreading today. I'm supposed to go talk to my boss about a possible promotion. Perhaps change that to, I get the chance to really discuss my tenacity, my strength, and why I deserve a raise or a promotion. And regardless of the outcome, I'm proud of all the hard work that I achieved. I mean, this can really change your life. At first, it feels like you're lying to yourself or you're just like a parent telling you're the kid. No, no, no. You're not stupid. You're not the stupidest person on the in the world. What you're doing is you're starting to see the quality of yourself and your day is going to improve significantly. So I mentioned this earlier. How do you protect yourself from negativity? It's gratitude. Gratitude is your defense from negativity. It erases negativity. And grateful affirmations could be an array of things. I woke up today. I have all my limbs I have my loved ones with me. And even with the struggles, you have to be grateful for those. Not because you're going through the struggle. It's because of the outcome, what what, what you've overcome, because they made you who you are today. When I always think of my biggest struggles, I have many, but the most recent one was I was trying to make a deal with God that do not let my mother die. My mother passed away about five years ago. I was very close to my mom. We worked together at the same school. We would talk on the phone. She was my best friend, super close. Immediately when I got home, I dropped to my knees. This is after she passed away in the hospital. I dropped to my knees and I was just like, how am I going to live each day? How am I going to make it through? I just can't imagine a life without her. And I cannot really convey or explain how I got from point A to point B. But all I can say is that with time, I was able to change that initial natural negative thought into I am who I am today because of this woman and how she raised me. I am my mother's daughter to the T. My laugh is like her. And when I interact with other people, I feel her because I know that she would be doing the same thing. She'd be reaching out. The other day, Hinch Honey and I were at the railway food market in the Heights area. And I saw this beautiful woman with these amazing earrings. And she was about to order food. And I just went up to her and I was like, I love your earrings. Turns out that she is a jeweler from Louisiana. She has a Facebook page. And and we were talking for like maybe like five minutes. And her story was really incredible. And we started connecting. And I felt my mother. And I felt my mother because I know my mom would have engaged in that kind of conversation. So as you can see with time, it's the overcoming of the struggle that I can say daily with affirmation, thank you, that I've come a long way. I mean, I started the blog and the podcast the year my mom passed away. I wouldn't have this. I wouldn't be doing this. That's a way of erasing and replacing. And that's a tough one because that took time. And like I said, I can't tell the, the distance between A and B. All I know is where I'm at now. And we have to be thankful for the people that loves you because they're the ones that make life worth living. Human beings have something called negativity bias, meaning that our brains have evolved to pay more attention to the negative than the positives. And this makes sense because negative thoughts 
are more important for survival. If I don't kill this animal, then I won't survive. I, I won't live because I need food. I mean, that's a very drastic example. If I want to live, then I may have to do this drastic thing. That's a survival mechanism. However, this does mean that if we want to feel positive about things, we're going to have to be intentional about it. You have to actively practice gratitude for what you have to see the positives. It is possible to see the positives. It is very possible to erase and replace negative thoughts. You can have protection from negativity, but it takes work. It takes effort. I mean, the fact that you're writing down in your journals and you're taking notes and you're seeing what the triggers are, seeing the patterns, replacing it with gratitude, the blessings in your life, the good things in your life, the things that have helped you be the person that you are right now, the lessons that you've learned. That's how you erase and replace negativity. And it is possible to see the positive. You just have to be intentional about it. This is a process. This will not happen overnight, but know that the possibility of being positive, the possibility of erasing and replacing negative thoughts can happen. It takes intentionality. It takes effort and you just got to keep at it. Thoughts will come. The fears will always be there, but it's what you do with it. To change results, you have to change the behavior. <laughs> 